Help I Got a Mac, podcast episode number 137. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hola, amigos and amigas. May Yama Cliff. <laughs> What's up, Chris? I'm Senor Cristobal. Hey, we are here, and uh, for some reason, I'm having some troubles with audio levels, but that's okay. You're listening to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac, where each and every week we talk about the latest, the greatest in the world of Apple. Yeah, and- yeah, we used to say the Mac, but now that. You know, I carry a Mac in my pocket. I've got like my flat Mac with, you know, my tablet Mac, my MacBook Pro. I our iOS Macs. We need to kind of cover the whole gambit, you know. We do, but uh, we're always going to be help. I got a Mac. I don't. And, and well, okay, I shouldn't say always. We talked about this last week, but anyway, we're going to talk about new stuff this week. We uh, have plenty of things to discuss. We've got five pieces of audio feedback in the last seven days, my friend. That's good, man. We need this show to be like the most popular show. Yes. Well, that'd be very cool. And of course, you can tell some people out there, say, anytime you're in the Apple store, you know what I do? I actually go into the Apple store and say, hey, is this your first Mac? Yeah, I'm thinking about buying this. It's like, oh, you need to go to helpigotamac.com. Those people are just awesome. I just set all their <laughs> web pages to your home, to, to that page. Do you? No, not really. <laughs> It'd be funny, though, if I did. That would be very funny. Which, times. which, by the way, did you know that if you go to helpigotamac.com, it looks different than it ever has before? Is that because you went to a new hosting provider? Well, no, it, it's not because <laughs> I went to a new hosting provider yet. <laughs> I'm helping. I'm helping. I'm trying to help you. I know. I know. If you guys haven't noticed uh, the gspn.tv slash blog, you may not be aware of the fact that we have been hacked twice within the last week, and it's not fun. And it's Ooh, not, it's yeah, not, it actually timed out for a second, but now it's back. Yeah, you know that you're using Chrome, aren't you? I am using Chrome. Chrome, you know that it's not just our site. That's there's a some kind of flaw in Chrome. I'm not going to change. I'm not either. I love I love, I love Chrome too much. I love Chrome too much too. I, I'd rather have to actually refresh or try to resubmit a request for a website any day versus open up Firefox again. <laughs> I'd rather use Links. <laughs> Anybody remembers what Links is? Yes. The old Links was a text-based web browser for Vax. Yes, I I remember that. I used to surf the web on that man back when back in college. That's how old I am. Anyway, there Actually, is, yeah, we're there, both old. There we are both old. There is a new website design. Uh, I I am using the new thesis theme. If you go over to helpigotamac.com, there's like this introductory text that tells you all about our show, and it cross promotes some of the other wonderful shows here. It looks really good as long as GoDaddy's not being attacked. Uh, by all kinds of other stuff. I just love how you're slowly replacing everything away from Flash. Yeah, the only thing right now, I think the only thing that's Flash, actually there are still two things that exist in Flash. The Ustream video uh, on the right-hand side in the sidebar, that's still Flash, but I'm working on some things there. Uh, if, when the vid, when I'm certain that they're going to find a way to do live stream via you know, HTML5 video. So I, I, yeah, because you can do it on your iPhone. So it, the, the 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 stream is there. It's just getting a player for it. Yeah. So as soon as they give us that, we'll switch over. I'm also working on um, possibly something sooner for our GSPN.TV Plus members, 
where I'll be able to uh, embed, uh, send out live audio. I, I'm thinking about using a nice cast here, uh, trying to figure, see if I can figure out how to use it. And then there's some players that I can actually put that on a on a special, you know, GSPN.TV plus member uh, plus member only live feed, and uh, it'll actually stream. It should actually stream audio and have both the audio and chat on the iPhone and iPad on the go. So sweet. I, I, I can't give you a timetable on that just because of all the other projects that are going on here and keeping myself safe from viruses and hackers and all kinds of other stuff. But we're working on it. We are always trying to move forward here. Anyway, Chris, we yes. have some news, I would assume, in the world of Apple. Uh, some updates on iWork for the iPad. What's going on there? Yeah. Um, they uh, Like yesterday, I think, they, they updated numbers, keynote, and pages for the iPad. And uh, I'll just go over real quick. Uh, they're all at version 1.2 now. And Numbers introduces improved exporting, object grouping and ungrouping, better hyperlinks, and uh, better import and export with, uh, with um, Excel. Yeah, see, I, I, that shows you how often I use spreadsheets. Uh, <laughs> what was the name of that program? Of course, I, I've used, I use Numbers. Google. I use Google Spreadsheets. Yeah, me too. I have, I have iWork, but um, anyway... Uh, Pages, which is also updated to version 1.2, includes WebDAV and MobileMe iDisk support. So you can you know, save things up to a, a, a WebDAV, uh, which is like a, a drive online, basically, or uh, MobileMe. So that's cool. Uh, text file compatibility and a bunch of performance enhancements. Also, better importing and exporting of doc files and docx files. And the last one, Keynote. Uh, they got new animations in there now. Uh, the ability to group and animate objects and export to PowerPoint. So you know, Keynote isn't nearly as full-featured as the desktop version, but, you know, it, I personally, I still think it's better than PowerPoint. Um, so, yeah. you know, if you've got that, you can create documents on the go, and uh, that's cool. I, I personally don't use iWork on, um, on my iPad, and uh, speaking of that, speaking of Google Docs, there's, there's going to be an update to Google Docs coming any day now that will have uh, support for all the Docs, um, in the iPad with kind of like a native kind of look to it. So you can, you know, edit your spreadsheets and your documents and all that kind of stuff on the iPad through Google Docs. So that's good stuff. I am looking forward to, um, I am looking forward to the ability to edit Google Docs on my iPad in the web browser. That is going to be totally awesome and something that uh, I think is, I mean, yet another piece of usefulness for the iPad. Yeah, definitely. I, I use that a lot. iPad is my, is my, is my non-work computer now. All right, so Google Voice is back on the iPhone. Did we talk about this last week? Sort of, but the app didn't come out until Saturday. And now it's here. Yep, GV Mobile Plus. GV Mobile's back on the iPhone. It was pulled last year, about uh, July of last year. GV Mobile was pulled um, after Google submitted their official app. And uh, it said that because of duplicated functionality of the phone, well, since then, we've had things like Vonage come out, uh, Skype, you know, all that kind of stuff that does the same things. And uh, when Apple, like two or three weeks ago, released the new, um, those new guidelines for developers, Sean Kovacs, who made GV Mobile Plus, looked through it and said, you know what, my, my app does not violate any of these. So we got a hold of the uh, appeals board or whatever. They said, yeah, absolutely, resubmit it. He resubmitted a new version called GV Mobile Plus. And also, uh, there's another program called GB Connect. Both of them are better than the web interface. 
and they allow you to use functionality of, of uh, Google Voice on your phone. It don't overtake your phone functions, so you can't click on phone and then you're using you know Google Voice. Plus, it doesn't do the VoIP stuff yet. He's working on all that. He's also working on push notifications for SMS. But I bought it right when it came out because I'm a huge Google Voice user. I love it. Uh, for those of you that don't, that don't want to spend $2.99 or you already bought it on the Sedia store or before when it was GV Mobile, Saturday evening, this coming Saturday, which is Saturday the 25th, um, the, the, the app will be going for free just for the evening. So, you know, if you can wait two days, grab it and try it out. And, you know, if you like it, after you get it for free, you can go to his website and throw, throw him a few pennies in the donate bucket. And if not, that's cool, too. Very cool. I have not installed it yet. Um, for me, no. Is the GV Mobile Plus? Is it the web interface, but just an app built around it? No, because it uses your contacts, your built-in contacts list, and stuff like that. Okay, well then, there's another one in there that I saw that it's just a, it's just an app built around the web interface. Mm, I don't think either one are built around the web interface. Uh, I know GV Mobile is a separate thing altogether. Now, when you because you can you know you can change your accounts, you can change what phone to ring, offline dialing, you know data sync, you can do all you can set your do not disturb all within this beautiful menu system. Now, when you call a number, uh, just because of the nature of how Google Voice works, what it does is let's say I dial you and I hit call, Google Voice or GV Mobile will then call me mm-hmm. and connect the call. Right. And the cool thing is, is with AT&T, I think if you look into your contract or look online or call customer service, you have this thing set up where you can actually set it to where uh, calls to certain like uh, up to 10 numbers or 15 numbers is free, unlimited back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you set those numbers in there uh, and make your Google voice number one of them, it's very possible for it to, uh, you know, be free to make all these calls. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Google Voice is full of awesome sauce. All right, which which of the applications would you recommend most highly? Um, I like GV Mobile personally, just because I, I know that he's going to support it. Um, I, I heard an interview with him this week, and uh, there's a lot of stuff that it's that's coming down the 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 pipe from him, including like I said, push messaging for your SMS, which is awesome. Um, also, he's he's really working on trying to get that VoIP connection to work because right now. If you use Gmail and Google Talk in your Gmail account, you can make calls with Google Voice through your browser, and it works great. You know, I call my mom like that and take calls from clients and stuff while sitting on my computer through my browser, kind of like Skype, and it's free. Although I will tell you, the audio quality on that is much less than Skype. Uh, telephone calls via Skype. Well, yeah, uh, the the way Skype works, it's peer to peer. It's a lot like you know BitTorrent. Everybody. Who has Skype running is hand is is carrying the load of of voice calls. Well, no, I'm talking about if I was to use Skype to use, to dial out to a phone number, mm-hmm. I get I get a much better quality of call there. Yeah, and that's because of the distributed network. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Google's handling all the bandwidth for this. So, so even when I'm making a direct phone call to somebody via Skype. It's yeah, still, yeah, it's not. It's not a straight connection. It, it, this whole thing's still connected through peer to peer. Oh, okay. So, so even even that's going over the peer to peer shared bandwidth thing. Yeah, I mean, at some point, obviously, yeah. After a few hops, it hits a it hits a landline. Right. But, no, I understand that. But yeah, from the landline to you is still going through this distributed network. Cool. Well, I just now installed. I just purchased for two dollars and ninety nine cents GV Mobile Plus. It appears that this is your first time running this, so I put in my username. 
So go ahead. Um, so basically, you think that this is... And, and by the way, you said GV Mobile, but you mean GV Mobile Plus, right? Yeah, yeah. GV Mobile was the first one. And then once it got yanked, he was working on it on the Cydia store and came out with a bunch of new features. So then it became GV Mobile Plus. All right. Voicemail pin. Do I know what that is? It's hmm. a four-digit code you set up. Oh, is it four pre- digits? Then I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine's pretty much the same, too. Uh, voicemail pin required... Um, let's turn that off and hit save. All right, let's see what this thing does. Oh, there it is. Wow. Yeah, Ooh, it's, that, it's good times. Wow. That was immediate. 26 voicemails. Um, I think it does dude. the transcription and stuff on there too. Oh, this is awesome. Okay, is it cool? People, yeah. People don't wait till Saturday night. Go. This guy did This guy deserves some money. Seriously. Yeah, it, he does this. Um, this is not his day job. He does this, you know, in, in the evenings, uh, but uh, yeah, he's making some cash. He well, was like, you know, he, the third or fourth highest grossing app. You know, I'm gonna check the iTunes store right now while we're talking. Well, he was and, done over pretty bad by Apple before because last time uh, they they when they kicked him out of the store, he had to actually refund everybody. Yeah, yeah, he said he had a pretty bad taste in his mouth um, over it. But he said, you know, now 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 that this is out and people are supporting me. What he did say, and I I thought this was because I follow him on Twitter. Yeah, he's the the ninth top grossing app right now, which is great. For a while there, he was he was number three, but he also said that he saw that about five thousand people were stealing the application, and he said, "Yes, I know who these people are because when you do this, you give the app full rights to your to your phone, mm-hmm. like it's jailbroken or cracked or whatever." Right. So he said he there is a kill switch inside the app that if that if you're not using it, um legitimately he can kill the app right some way so he hasn't done it yet you know he's telling people you know don't steal it from me just download it on saturday please right so. yeah, or, or just i mean when if you like an application that somebody's built by golly just i mean two dollars and 99 cents is not going to break your bank exactly and, and i've already if, gotten my three dollars worth you know and I, I downloaded it on saturday yeah i i'm looking at it here this is this is absolutely gorgeous and i'm very excited about this and and to know that like what you said is that he's going to be working on push notifications for those SMSs. I mean, goodness gracious, if I get everybody in my family a Google Voice account and and we all quit using, you know, the the AT&T SMS, we can save 20 bucks a month. Uh so and then, you know, be using Google Voice for our SMS. That that right there saves, you know, that that's well worth 20 or $3 spent, right? <laughs> and think about it. You know, you you've got you've got kids who are probably dying to you know, text message their friends and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> text text message through Google Voice for free. Well, that's the thing. Of course my kids aren't don't, don't have a uh, you know, iPhone yet, but uh I'm it's a very big possibility and almost a certain reality that they're going to in Christmas uh, at Christmas time this year have an iPod touch and yep. put GB mobile plus on there. And then you install their Google voice account and by golly, they have unlimited free SMS, right? Heck yeah, man. It becomes a text messaging machine. And really they've said, you know, kids and actually on average phone calls on, on cell phones now on average last less than like two and a half minutes. Yeah. So yeah, man, it's a no brainer because most of these people are using SMS. So I hardly make any telephone calls on my on my iPhone anymore. It, it's way just, to stick it to the man. I just it's, it's just <laughs> it's just something I don't do. I mean, I communicate via Twitter and Facebook and email. That, yeah, uh, I just the amount of data that goes over SMS is so so tiny, and they charge so much for it because they can. And uh, 
you know what? If, if I can, if I can use uh, Google Voice and be able to respond nearly as fast, I'm going to use that instead. Yep. All right. So let's see. What else do we have on here? Warner Brothers and NBC say Apple TV, Apple's TV rentals are too cheap. Yes. Yeah. Both Warner Brothers and NBC have, have come out and said it cheapens our brand to offer these show rentals for 99 cents. However, in my mind, and I'm sure in a lot of people's mind, you know, when I watch 30 Rock, I don't even think about it costing anything because I watch it for free over the air. It's ad supported, but in my mind, it's still a zero dollar thing. So I probably will never buy an app, you know, never buy a show over iTunes. So I think they're kind of they're fighting. That's something that, you know, it's to me, it's 99 cents for the convenience, not because I want to buy the show. Right. I I, I don't know. I, I, I personally don't want to buy individual episodes that might possibly expire before I get a chance to watch them. That's my only concern. And, yeah, exactly. and and they might say, well, you know, it's not it's 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 24 hours. I don't know. Is there it, I would assume there's going to be a time limit on that stupid thing. I and, think it's 24 hours from when you start watching it. I, right. I, I, now, here's the thing. If I canceled cable and this is this is this is honestly what they don't want to happen. Them being the network providers. But I, I could honestly make a list of shows that I do watch that isn't on network television. Mm-hmm. Make a list of these shows do the math and figure I would save a ton of money just canceling cable, downloading the shows that I watch that aren't on the network, cha- you know, the network channels, download them for 99 cents a pop, and boom, I'm, I, I've got what I want, when I want, a la carte, and uh, I save some dough in the process. Thing is, I don't think it's going to happen. It's gonna, it, it, if it does, it's not going to be right away. It's going to take a few years before everybody else realizes that, that they're leaving money on the table. Yeah, the only again this the 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 issue that I have and and I don't know what the answer is to it, but uh, you know, what if I pay ninety nine cents for a TV show and I start watching it and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need I forgot this has come up or something. The phone rings, you need to run out and you go and do a couple things and then all of a sudden the next thing you know you come back and it's like, oh, I haven't watched that show yet and you go to watch it and boom, it's gone. You just have to pay the ninety nine cents again. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just a tightwad and I just need to get over it. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. So here's here's the problem, and I don't condone this, but you know, Channel BT has a lot of the stuff that people want. I've heard about this. This is a website, right? Channel BT. Yeah. I'm not saying it's it's a state of mind, my friend. Okay, I don't know anything. I'm not letting anybody know what if if you're smart, you know what BT stands for. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Channel BT has all my shows. Yeah, well, I don't condone that kind of behavior. Neither, neither do I. I don't, unless it's not available for you to purchase legally. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing. Uh, you know, a lot of shows that I like to watch, like Warehouse 13 and, and Eureka and you know, stuff on sci-fi, uh, on Hulu, there's a delay. You know, it's five days, you know, two weeks later or whatever. Um, Time Warner Cable does do something pretty cool where you can go and I can watch that show the next day on demand. It's kind of cool. They've got something called primetime on demand where it's kind of like a DVR that captured everything. It's not in HD, but it captures everything that from that night before and you get to watch it again. So it's cool. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's move on to some of the voicemails that we have here, which we, by the way, we have five of them and uh, I think we have enough time today to include all five of them. So we want to first say thank you to everybody for calling in on our voicemail feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. 
First call of the day is a question, I believe, or a comment from Murray. Hi, this is Murray from New Jersey with a question for Help by God and Mac. My question involves watching videos on an iPad, and I just read about something called VLC for iPad, which is a new kind of app that allows you to watch all kinds of different video formats that are uh, aside, I guess, or different from uh, watching something or downloading something from iTunes. Now, I have a 45-minute train commute, and I love to watch videos, but so far the only way I've been able to watch them are to uh, you know, buy movies on iTunes, and uh, I haven't tried renting yet, but maybe I'll try that. Uh, but trying to stream anything over 3G like Netflix or some other apps uh, just doesn't seem to work well. They get hung up and everything. So my question is, are there any other ways that you know of where you can, uh, I guess basically the best thing, which would be kind of nirvana, would be to get shows off of my DVR and somehow get it onto my iPad. Uh, I know there's uh, Sleambox has an app that does that. But again, that I believe that involves um, streaming. Uh, and over 3G, again, that probably wouldn't work. Uh, if there was a way to, to basically copy the files, and I don't know if you can use Slingbox to do that, but from your DVR, get it onto your, your Mac, and then use something like this VLC to watch it on your iPad, again, that would be like Nirvana to me. Um, I'm not sure about all the legal ramifications and all that. But anyway, just want to see if you guys had any ideas on that front. And uh, just real quick, uh, you guys were talking about TomTom last week. Did you ever uh, check out Motion X? I use that, and I think it's fantastic. I haven't had no problems with it at all, and uh, it's pretty inexpensive overall. Uh, probably a lot cheaper than TomTom. Thanks a lot. Love your show. Bye. I've not heard of Motion X. Have you heard of Motion X? Yeah, I did use it. The only problem I found with Motion X is that you need to have a data connection. Oh yeah, yeah, which is which is fine, you know, ninety nine percent of the time. But when you're out in the Mojave Desert, where I've been before, or and it, there's no cell phone coverage, you're out of luck. Yeah, or in the <laughs> sticks between Kentucky and Tennessee, and you drive off the ex- exit ramp because there's a lot of traffic, and <laughs> or you know, and and you want to take a back road, and then all of a sudden you get lost because you don't have a data connection. Yeah, and then. Yeah, you don't want to get lost in the hills of, of Tennessee. Trust me. Exactly. All right. So any or the hills of Kentucky, even. Yeah, yeah especially uh, eastern Kentucky. Anyway, uh, hey, you know now, what? There's there, nothing there wrong is, with eastern Kentucky. Hey, there's nothing wrong with eastern Kentucky. I, I love the people down there. Pikeville, yeah. hillbilly days, super <laughs> awesome. By moonshine, delicious. All right. So anyway, <laughs> the question is about uh, playing uh, files natively on the app. Um, the VLC. I saw that uh, story come out. I have not downloaded the player because I really don't download any BitTorrent movies any or TV shows these days. I mean, it's it's uh, there yeah, there are enough think, legal places to get it that that it's just not been a p- problem for me. Yeah, and I I think I think where a good use case would be is that you want you want to make a file that's playable, like let's say on the PS3 or on the um on the Xbox or something, or you know to some different media center. VLC can still play it. So, but yeah, it, it really only helps if you're downloading it from from nefarious sites. Yeah, um, it's not a bad idea to have it. You know, you the uh, the cost as far as storage isn't that much. It's free. So, 
Um, I, but that being said, I haven't downloaded it yet either. Right. Um, now, as far as getting stuff off the DVR, absolutely not. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, they encrypt it and all sorts of good stuff uh, for that exact reason. Um, the, uh, the only other thing I could think of that you could do would be to buy uh, like an Elgato um, like TV, you know, one of those t- tuner cards for your, for your Mac, mm-hmm. for your PC. And then once those files get in there, I think you can do some stuff with them. But uh, not from like a DVR from like Comcast or, or Time Warner or Insight or anything like that. I think those are, are locked down pretty tight. Yeah, that, but what you're talking about there is there are some TV tuner cards that you can get in for your computer. And some of them are just you're just USB. And then on the yeah. other end, you bring in your signal that's coming in from your your TV tuner or DVR or whatever. It's just your coax in. cable or yeah, you can just plug a straight like cable into it, too. Exactly. And, and what it does is it actually encodes it on the fly for you. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some stuff like that. So that would work. And then, yes, VLC would play those files. Uh, so that, that would certainly work for you. Something else that I've done is uh, if I have DVDs here in the house, which, by the way, anybody that n- follows me knows that I'm not a huge fan of uh, uh, physical media these days. So Handbrake, just do a search on Google for Handbrake. And uh, it, it is an awesome tool for taking your videos and turning them into digital files. And I just tell it I want to make it available for Apple TV. Even though I don't own an Apple TV, it, it's a great format. It works on an, all your iOS devices. Mm-hmm. And so I say, hey, convert this over to Apple TV format for me. And I take all the... And I mean, I can even do that for the special bonus features, the interviews and all that other stuff. Um, you can change the audio channel to get the director's commentaries, all of that. And then you just, I just take all of those and then I put that in my iTunes movies library and uh, I can selectively sync all of those over to my iPad. And uh, I have the entire series, the entire series of the Tomorrow People from the 1970s. And the Tomorrow People. It is awesome. And Never seen it. it it's, it's totally cool. But okay. anyway, um, so yeah, and it works great on the iPad. And, and that's what I would suggest is if you have DVD media, use uh, Handbrake to convert that over and you can take those. Um, and of course, uh, again, on Elgato is, is probably the leader in TV tuner cards to do the other stuff we were talking about. All right. Cool beans. Winston, I think, has a question about the iPad. So let's see what he has to say. Hey, Cliff and Chris. This is Winston from the UPICUniversity.org podcast where you pick geeks and you're not always meet. I've got a call for the Help I Got a Mac podcast. I just have a shiny new iPad on my Woo-hoo! desk. And I'm wondering if you all have recommendations for office productivity apps that you would recommend, both free and paid. I'm looking for apps that would be beneficial for the small to medium-sized business person. Thanks. All righty. Chris, do you have any recommendations for such apps? Uh, well, it depends. Uh, me personally, I, I use FreshBooks for all my billing. Okay. So I have a FreshBooks app, which is indispensable for that. Very good. And uh, yeah, I can uh, generate invoices, check invoices, check invoice statuses, uh, update client information all from right there. And uh, it's fantastic. Plus, I recommend, and you, you, I'm sure you can talk about this more, there's tons of apps that hook into a lot of the stuff that 37 Signals makes, like High Rise and Basecamp and stuff like that. Yeah, I use High Rise um, for my CRM, 
and there's a beautiful application for for that software. The, it is an iPhone app, but it works great on my iPad and, and stuff like that. It allows me to record voice memos and upload them into my CRM, which is really, really cool. Um, the built-in calendar, let me just say, uh, is totally awesome. I love the built-in calendar, and it syncs great with Google um, Calendar. Once you get Google, once you get that connection set up, it's a it's a little bit bit of a pain to to get it hooked up. But if you just do a Google search for how to sync Google Calendar with iPad, chances are you'll get a video that I created. Uh, on my podcast. <laughs> uh, but if you do that search, you should find some help on getting that set up. And I, I recommend you know, syncing you know, your mail, calendar, and contacts all through Google. You know, make that the hub. Yep. And then you can access it on your iPad, on your computer, on your iPhone. It's all in sync. It's, it's magic. It when, is. When it, when it all starts clicking together, it's so awesome. I love it that I, whether I'm entering or reading cont, you know, like appointments, emails, or uh, you know, entering in a new contact, whether I'm doing it on my iPad, my iPhone, or the web, it doesn't matter. It's in all places. Exactly. That is pure Nirvana. I'm, I wanna, I'm looking. I'm looking to see if there's any other apps that I recommend. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to tell you about PC or no? It's a PCALC like light. So it's uh, the capital P C A L K or C L. Oh, anyway, P. It's a calculator. P L. I can't say. <sighs> <laughs> P calc light. Just go just look up calculators in the thing. Uh there's nothing like having a huge gigantic honking jumbo calculator right on your iPad. Uh it is totally awesome. And if you're as bad as, at math as I am, then then it'll come in very ha- handy. Um Dropbox. Absolutely must have Dropbox. Dropbox. Yeah, I love Dropbox. And go to gspn.tv slash Dropbox, by the way, and give me an extra 250 megs on my free account. (laughs) I think I have 3.5 gigs now because I I don't use that much space. Uh, I I get by with the the free. See, you're doing better than I am. I'm at 3.2 gigs uh, that that is uh, available to me. So you've referred more people than I have. (laughs) Well, I make all my clients use it. So do I. But the thing is, is I just share a folder and they just accept the folder and download the software. Yeah, I should good point. I should send them the link. Say here before you do accept the folder, click this link and install it and tell me and then I'll share the folder. with. What's you. great about Dropbox is you can also have a public folder and then you can send out links to people. So, you know, if you want to share something with a friend of yours, you know, like a video you made or, or some stuff that you needed to send to somebody, you can just make it a, a zip file and their uploads and download speeds are really fast. Yeah. Good stuff. Dropbox is a must-have. I think uh, Office productivity tool, Pandora. Yeah, keeping I, you from going insane, yes. I mean, right. literally, I use it to when I'm not, you know, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I'm on the phone all day doing consulting calls. Thursdays, I'm recording shows all day. But on Mondays and Fridays, and sometimes on Saturdays, I'm in here in the studio, and I'm doing just a lot of work and um you know if i've all caught up on my podcasts then i'll or you know sometimes i'm doing work where i can't sit there and listen to what's being said but music in the background is is very calming or or energetic and it and it never fails no matter what mood i'm in there's some music on pandora and i i think it's an office productivity app yeah i, I have a problem listening to i can't concentrate uh if i'm listening to a podcast and um uh, working yeah, uh, because I really want to kind of pay attention to what they're saying. So I need to be doing something where my brain is is not, you know, like this is gonna sound silly, but driving. Yep. 
Yeah, driving is it's kind of muscle reflex a little bit. I can I can listen to a podcast or mowing the grass or doing something like that. But if I'm working where I need to kind of like make decisions, I, I can't I can't do it. I've tried. I just can't. Right. Well, um, let's see here. The next one I have down is go to meeting. And if you ever connect with anybody via go to meeting or WebEx has one as well. But uh, I'm a huge fan of go to meeting and I have an affiliate link over at podcastanswerman.com, by the way. Uh, if you sign up for it. But anyway, GoToMeeting is something I use all day long uh, to connect with my clients. And I always fire up GoToMeeting on my iPad at the same time. So if you ever doing a consulting call with me, you'll notice that there'll be two other people in the room. It'll be me, Cliff Ravenscraft, the organizer, and you'll see Cliff's iPad. And the reason why I do this is because I want to see, because um, there's a little bit of a delay from when I do something on my screen and when it actually shows up for the other people that are connected to me and I actually get to see exactly when they're seeing something so I'll, I'll do a change and I say do you see this and I said oh no no you don't see it yet and then as soon as it shows up on my iPad I say okay so now you see it right and they said yes and so I actually get to see things when they see it the way they see it on my iPad and that's uh, awesome and also if you if let's just say you're just a, a participant in a go-to meeting uh, what's neat is it actually uses the built, if, if that meeting, that GoToMeeting webinar is using the audio features of GoToMeeting, which I don't, but if they are, uh, and rather than have to dial in by phone, you can actually just talk using, you put your earbuds in and use the little microphone it, that's built into your headphone earbuds uh, and, and interact with the conference that way. Very cool. It is very cool. Anything else? I love my iPad. Skype. Skype is another tool that you should have. Skype? On. Yeah, especially when 4.2 uh, uh, comes out. Yeah, because 4.2 is going to give us multitasking. and uh, but, but yeah, the ability to chat back and forth via your iPad and uh, making phone calls, even without the earbuds, just the built-in microphone, making uh, Skype-to-Skype calls with people via the iPad is out of this world awesomeness. It is. Speed test. Uh, just go in and look up speed test or speakeasy. I like to be able to ch- test my my uh, the speed of my internet connection from time to time. Uh, Keynote, I think, is a must-have for the small to medium-sized business owner. Yes, um, because you know you never know when you want to give a presentation. So I like that. Um, Keynote instantly just looks cooler. It does. Um, and then Instapaper is another application um, that I use frequently. Like when I'm out reading, somebody says, hey, you should read this blog. I thought about you and your business when when I read this article. And you click to it and it's like, I don't have 10, 15 minutes to read that right now. So you click Instapaper's read later option and then you pull it up on your app on your iPad later. It's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, you know, what? Instapaper is one of those things that I've never used. Yeah, it's a good service. Cool. I like it. Dragon Dictation is another tool. Uh, Dragon Dictation allows you to just speak clearly and it will dictate and do uh, text or it'll do voice to text recognition and and type it all out. Um, I would say text expander for the iPad, but so far I found no use for it because you have to actually be in the app to use it and then it copies it into whatever you have to copy and paste it to whatever in. Uh, eventually I think that'll be useful um, hopefully they'll find a way with multitasking in the future to make it live and interactive with some other apps but uh, I think that that gives us enough for now plants versus zombies 
Yes, office productivity killer. <laughs> I use Sketchbook Pro. Okay, um, yeah. But uh, that's very specialized. It's sketching software on the iPad. So, Oh, SoundNote. I talked about it last week. SoundNote, if you're going to go to a conference, it's cool. Open it up, hit record, and start typing your notes. What about um, Twitter? I guess uh, not. Yeah, Twitter and... Like TweetDeck or... Uh, no, no, no. Osphora. Yeah, everybody's on the Osphora bandwidth. I haven't, I haven't downloaded it yet. It, dude, it's worth it. It's cheap because for remember, me, the official Twitter app works just fine. Did, do you remember when I told you about Tweety? Yeah, you, you kind of did get me on the Tweety thing, didn't you? I did. I got you on the Tweety thing and you said, wow, Cliff, you were right, right? Yeah. Os- I'm, I'm Os- looking it up right now. Os- Osphora and now it's Os- HD. Yeah, Osphora HD. It's worth it. I'm looking here. It's actually kind of nice looking, isn't it? Oh, it's it's out of this world. It's awesome. Hmm. So, right. I I, I kind of like the UI for the new Twitter app, though. Yeah, well, as weird it is, as weird as it is. Oh, and then I use Feedler Pro, F E E D D L E R Pro, for my RSS connection to Google Reader. But I uh, use Reader, and that's R E E D E R, right? Yes, that or Pulse, whichever one I'm, I'm feeling like I want to use. So, Winston, I hope that helps you out. Uh, that should keep you busy for a while, te- uh, testing out all that new wonderful software. Let's move on to Wayne's Call. Wayne's Call. This is Wayne over at the uh, Fringe Casting with Wayne and Dan podcast. And I wanted to call in for help. I got a Mac. Enjoyed your most recent episode. Uh, you talked about a lot of great things as well as no more fart apps. And, you know, the burning question that I guess a lot of these uh, users would like to know is how many of those hundreds of fart apps can actually run in the background? <laughs> uh, this is the uh, burning question. No, actually, it's not. Um, what I wanted to know is to check in. I love almost all of the programs that come in iLife and iWork. What is the latest on when we might see iLife and iWork 11? I am so looking forward to buying those. And I was just wondering, what's the latest? Because, you know, I want to give Apple my money. I, I just need the product, and I'll give them my money. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. I don't know. What would they offer that in, in the next version of iLife that we don't already have? Can you imagine? Yeah. Um, I've actually thought about this for a while. Uh, I would think there would be... Uh, They'd have to do something because iDVD, I think, is going to be going away. I really think there's going to be big improvements in iWeb because it seems like the seems like the hobby app out of all the apps in iLife. Well, I hate iWeb. I just want to say, yeah, I I'm not a big fan of it either. I just want to say, I think they should kill iWeb. Okay, they should turn it into something different. Maybe like a nice interface for WordPress or something, kind of okay. like a writer for Windows Live. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me let me just... Yeah, could you imagine Mac writing a Windows Live writer? Uh, but anyway, um, I, I, I want to take that back. There are some of you out there who just have some personal blogs and you love iWeb, and, and I know who you are. And and I didn't mean to say that, but... Okay, yeah, maybe I did. I'll <laughs> say... Here's what I'll say about iWeb. <laughs> Much like front page, and, and even like some WordPress, you, you can just look at a site and go, yep, that's made in iWeb. Yep. You know what I mean? Just like, you know, you can look at some sites and go, yep, that was done in this or that. So yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I think I if guess, you're doing just a small blog, just use Posterous or uh, or Tumblr. No, I, you know what? I, I want to say this. I, I used I, I used Tumblr for, you know, a whole week and a half last week or two weeks ago. It was awful. I hate it. 
I like it. I I despise it. Tumblr is is horrible. Uh, I would prefer running my own version of. I would prefer running my own personal blog on iWeb versus Tumblr. Why? Why? Because you're you have more control over the design and and everything like that. It's I don't know. Right now, biting.org is running on on Tumblr until um. I know it is, and so I switch over. And yeah, I think it's it's a very unique Tumblr. It is, but you know, there's some issues with it. Um, so so if I want to actually point to somebody to just one of your videos, I can't because just the way that it's designed. It's a good point. Yeah, and yeah, and I'm, like, I'm hey, actually you should check out hand, this video that my friend Chris did, and it's just it's not possible. My uh, my new site. Yeah, I think people should check out WordPress.org. Um, you know, and, and get your own self-hosted thing, but. Uh, I, I guess the only reason I have this opinion of iWeb is how many clients that I've had that actually have been using iWeb forever and they refuse, they, they don't they don't want to change away from it. And so they decide, like, can you show me how to get a podcast working off of my iWeb? And I'm like, yes, I can, but you're going to not like this. And what, happen is, what happens is, is usually, I have, matter of fact, there was this one client um, that I had and three and a half years later, he says, okay, Cliff, I cannot stand iWeb anymore. Can you please help me switch over? And I'm like, oh, seriously? Se- you seriously <laughs> want to switch over now? You've got three years of data in this iWeb, and now you want to port it over to WordPress? Ugh. And I'm like, ah. yeah, so I, that's how I feel about iWeb. Anyway. It makes you want to vomit. All right, let's go to Jamie. Let's see what Jamie has hey, to say. Cliff, this is Jamie from Burbank. Um, I just wanted to say that I was watching your um, iPad versus Kindle um, movie. Sorry about my voice. I'm a little sick. Um, but I think that you hit on one of the two main reasons to get an iPad versus a Kindle, which is the weight. But the other one I really think that you missed was the backlight because reading for hours, like I like to do um, on the Kindle is no problem. But if I tried to read the um, Kindle for iPhone on the way um, in the car. Sometimes I can't read for more than like 20 minutes without my eyes getting really tired. But on the Kindle, there's no problem. The downside being that sometimes you have to have a book light to read in the dark, but I would much rather have that than have the crazy eye strain that I get if I try to read on my iPhone using the Kindle app, which I assume is similar to the iPad experience. Um, I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you get out of the doghouse with Stephanie soon. Bye. Thank you very much, Jamie, and I'm sorry that you're not feeling well. I hope you get better soon. And uh, I think I'm probably already out of the bo- the doghouse on this one. We'll we'll have to find out. Were you today. were you in trouble? I didn't I didn't listen to the. Oh, dude! It, the last episode of uh, Family from the Heart was ta- was titled "Cliff is Totally Busted." <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know what my wife would do if I just bought a Kindle. I think she would she would. Uh, She'd be mad. Yeah. Well, if you go to uh, gspn.tv slash Kindle, the number three review. Uh, mm-hmm. So gspn.tv slash Kindle three review. You'll see I did an entire blog post with two YouTube videos. Actually, no, three YouTube videos of why did I buy a Kindle three when I already have an iPad? And people saying, you know, oh, gosh, Cliff, aren't you the guy who who purchased the iPad solely for its e-book, ebook functionality and anything else was just a bonus. If you want to know all about it, it's over there. But I do want to say this, I, and, and I'll say this again in Family from the Heart later this afternoon, but 
I have already read a complete book and have read between 20 to 30% of three other books and more than half of an ebook, uh, like a, um, a like a individual ebook from a friend of mine, all of that since last Friday. So within a week, I've read that much on my Kindle. It's awesome. It is amazing. And yes, my eyes. The the, the thing is, is I you know I, I'm sitting there, I'm reading on the iPad, and I want to read, I want to read, and then you know it, it's just like it, it's different. I, when I'm watching a movie. I can sit there and watch a movie or a TV show for as long as I want on the iPad, no big deal. But there's something different about the way that I focus my eyes on the screen when I'm actually reading that, yeah, my eyes go buggy after about 20 minutes and I feel like really tired and and, ir- and irritated almost from the reading experience. And that's why I kind of, you know, let reading slide a bit. But- yeah, where, where I think the, the Kindle would, would benefit me is that it's all it does is reading. Yep. Where like when I'm on my iPad, you know, I, I could start on a book on the Kindle app and I'm going, hmm, I wonder what's going on on Twitter. I wonder what's going on, on my Facebook page. I wonder what's going on uh, with, with Angry Birds. I wonder what's going on on my RSS reader. Yep. There's so many other things going on that I, I just can't do one task. I am constantly moving in and out of apps when I'm on my, uh, on my iPad. Right. I, it, it is it is awesome. I love it. Um, I, it goes with me more places than the iPad does. And and I, I, I actually found I have I have to say this. I actually found that I'm I really enjoy reading. I, I never thought I would say that, but I really enjoy reading now. Hmm. I do. I sweet it. it I, I anytime I get a chance, I enjoy reading it. It is out of this world. And it and it's totally different. It's different than it's different than having three different paper books that I'm reading. And that's the problem. It's like, you know, cuz I I sometimes I don't know which book I want to read. Uh like right now I'm reading um a, a couple different books. I'm reading The Epic of Eating Eden, which is a book, you know, it's a faith-based book about the Old Testament. Um then there's Love and War, which is a marriage and family, you know, uh, book and then there's Think and Grow Rich, which is a personal development and thinking about how you do things in business and goals and planning and stuff and I'm reading that and I'm reading a, a, a ebook called ebooks the smart way talking about you know how to create an ebook online for sale and I have those four books at any time I with this one device as long as I have this device with me it doesn't matter which one I want to read and I'll go in and I'll read a chapter of one book and then I'll put that down or you know virtually put that down and and go in and pick up another book and and take that one a chapter further I am loving it I'm loving it. Awesome. Awesome. Anyway, gspn.tv slash Kindle 3 review. Go check it out. Yes. Hi, Cliff. This feedback is for help. I got a Mac, and um, I need some help with my iPhone 4, my jailbroken iPhone 4. Uh-oh. Sometime Saturday night, um, my phone, Saturday night or early Sunday morning, I think my phone, I'm pretty sure that my phone was hacked. Um, I set the alarm, turned the alarm off in the morning without looking at it, and when I was able to look at it conscious enough, my screen was magnified, huge. So the icons, you can only see six icons at a time. Um, Couldn't figure out what was wrong, turned it off, turned it back on. That didn't work. Did the hard reset, you know, with your power button at the top, home button at the bottom until the little apple um, shows up on the black screen in the middle. Let it do that. Did that a couple of times with no luck. Did not fix anything. Tried to go into my settings to see if there was something about you know screen size, 
um, and couldn't do anything there. It's really hard to navigate around my phone without clicking on things, <clears throat> um, but it's just magnified. It's huge, um, and I can't fix it. <clears throat> so we tried to do a resync because I had just sunk it yesterday. Um, I sync it, I don't know, a couple times a week, sometimes once a day, um, with no problem, never had any problem with it. And that didn't work either. So we turned the phone off, um, and then later uh, last night my husband was seeing if he could do something with it because he is much more um, advanced in computers and technology than I am, even though he is not a very big Apple fan other than his iPhone. Um, but anyway, he, as he unlocked the phone, it came up to a screen where you put in a four-digit PIN. Uh-oh. My phone currently does not have a password um, and I don't have the password enabled. So you can just unlock my phone and get to the home screen. But this screen was up to try a four-digit PIN, and it said six failed attempts. The problem is, is my husband nor I had tried to put in a PIN number. <laughs> and while he's sitting there looking at the phone trying to figure out who had maybe punched this in, all of a sudden it changes and says seven failed attempts. So while the phone was in my husband's hand, it was <laughs> being hacked. Whoops. At least that's what it appeared that's what appeared to be happening. So we shut it off. Um, I went home and got on some forums trying to see if I could figure out what to do with a hacked iPhone to fix it and not lose my jailbreak um, because I use the FaceTime Anywhere you know, because you can fake your own Wi-Fi connection basically um, with my husband all the time. Um, and I also use the Wi-Fi tethering for my MacBook Pro at my 9 to 5 job. Um, so I didn't want to lose my jailbreak, but I felt like I had no choice. So I did a restore, um, lost all my jailbreak stuff, um, and now it's just magnified. It's not working. So I have a genius appointment today um, right. to see if I can get it fixed um, now that it's back to factory settings. But I don't know what's going to happen. So if you guys have any insight, I would greatly appreciate to hear it on the next um, installment of that, and I'll keep you updated. Thanks. I know the problem. What's the problem? She has uh, visually impairment uh, things turned on. Okay. All you need to do is tap the screen twice with three fingers, and it'll zoom back out. And then go under uh, settings in accessibility and turn off zoom. There you go. That's all you do. That's it. Now, as far as the failed attempts and all that kind of stuff, security stuff, I haven't heard any of that kind of stuff. I haven't heard about people hacking into jailbroken iPhones. No. Uh, what you do want to do is if you ever decide to do that again, the default root password for all iPhones is Alpine. And you can find out in Cydia, which is an app when you jailbreak your phone, you get on your, on your, computer, on your phone. Uh, you can find out in Cydia how to change that password to whatever you want. And that'll keep people from, from hacking you. So... Uh, yeah, Zoom is because of accessibility, and the other thing, I'm not real sure. I, I, I personally don't think she was hacked, but you never know. She, when she was going in there trying to figure out what caused the Zoom, she may have accidentally turned a couple things on. So Yeah, yeah I'm not sure, uh, but that, I'm glad that I, I never heard of the Zoom thing. Yeah, it's part of uh, iOS 4. It's, uh, it has a, bunch, a whole bunch of accessibility features like Zoom and VoiceOver and a bunch of other stuff like that. Gotcha. Well, there you go. I am glad that we got that figured out and um, yet another reason why you should listen every single week and call in your questions to help I Got a Mac because that's why we have Chris here. Yes. Three-finger double tap. Three-finger double tap. Go that and turn it off. That is the name of the episode. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Three-finger double tap. All right. 
Anyway, folks, that is all we got this week. Give us a call on our voicemail feedback hotline, 859-795-4067. Again, that phone number is 859-795-4067. And uh, we'll take your calls on our next show as we bring you even more of the greatest in the world of Apple. Until then, we encourage you to join the community. Take care.